0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: crappy weather. Yours truly was at Monday Night Raw. And let me tell you, if if things do not change soon, and I mean soon, it's just going to, well, I'll describe that when I uh, start the episode. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the godmother of all fandom. And also WOC, TCW, back in the day WCW, and currently El Presidente I have a few fan clubs, dearest. And, <clears throat> let's see here. Okay, on the list is the I Am No Longer KC Chiefs and Royals fan, and have converted to the Arkansas chapter of Raider Nation, and is a religious fanatic of Alexa Bliss and Mickey James and uh, let's see a few other peoples so okay okay I ran out on the list but you know ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show my other co host the longest co host on this Wrestle Radio Network, Granny Hulkster.
2: Well hello B train and thank you for that wonderful introduction my friend <laughs> <laughs> the fans um Uh, I'm not an Alexa Bliss fan. I'm not a Raider fan. I'm not a Yankee fan. I do love my Royals and Chiefs, however. I despise boring Corbin. Thank you very much. I despise Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but let's move on with the show there, B-Train. I mean... Well, let's see. Uh, I think fans are getting tired
1: of the whole I'm not going to cash in... Motif because that ship has sailed and gone, folks. It's not that we uh, enjoy a plethora of teasers. It's is he going to cash it in or not? And I don't know about you, Bernie, well, but
2: you know when he when he came and and you know he started slapping Paul Heyman upside the head. You mean I got a whole year before I have to do anything with this contract? I mean, come on, Lesnar, you know the drill, you know the routine, you know what's up. Don't act like a d- dummy and pretend like you've not d- on, you know? you know.
1: Exactly. I just felt, Granny, that, that show that I was at was not... How to put this I've seen Monday Night Raws You've seen Monday Night Raws That have grabbed The attention of many fans Not just you and me And It's sad that AEW put on What hell of a show On my birthday And Cody And Ambrose I don't know if you saw this Granny it, To me they can do whatever they want because they're getting fans into it, they're getting fans intrigued, they're getting fans a show. Ambrose shows up or Moxley if you will, is now known as Donnie Moxley and um I gotta say I'm impressed. Yeah, I never thought that him and Jericho would ever see eye to eye again. And little I know it's it's W W E Making mistakes in last night's show. I don't know if you caught it, Granny, but uh, Sami Zayn mentioned what they like to call the Forbidden Company, mentioning the Forbidden Name. You can't say AEW. Well, (laughs) I don't know if that was a jab at AEW or a ploy into him going to AEW. But I was intrigued, Granny, because he said electric chair. And and as soon as I heard the words electric chair, I'm like, oh, he's going to electrocute himself. And an electric chair on live TV. Hmm, that's compelling TV. And then I was wrong. Sammy Zayn did not do that. Plus, uh, you know, now you got Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins on edge because they don't know whether or not Lesnar's going to cash in. Maybe he might do it at Saudi Arabia. I don't know. There's one thing for sure. Boy, you know Dolph Ziggler's starting to sound more and more like a whiny child.
2: I tell you, I you know and, and, you know Dolph Ziggler. Oh my God, everything he thinks everything's about him. Is this uh, this is all about me? This is all about me. This is all about me. You know what, Ziggler? It is not about you. You think you deserve these title shots or whatever? You've been gone for three months. You don't deserve nothing. I'm sorry. You you have to earn. You need to earn your way back up the ladder like everybody else does. You deserve nothing. It's not about you, Dolph Ziggler. And quit making it like it's all about you because it's not.
1: And, you know. Is the fuck right about this? Uh, I don't see how <laughs> it's a bad thing to have competition, Granny. I've always said it and you've heard me say this. Having competition is healthy. It's not harmful, it's healthy, folks. And the
2: way I look at it is one second.
0: Sorry I had to deal with uh the mail.
2: I'm sorry. Sorry, B train, I had to hit a wrong I had hit, hit a wrong button. I, I apologize, so
1: No, you're fine, Granny, it's okay. Um I basically was watching some of AEW uh with a friend of mine and I can already tell you from what I've seen and what I've witnessed Uh, Granny, WWE has a bit of a problem
2: on their hands. Yes, they do. We talked about that last night on Attitude Era Live.
1: Because the fans are getting restless, and we don't want Lesnar there, and I don't know why they insist upon him. It's like, and then they let Boren Corbin win the fatal four-way. What in the actual hell? Oh, I know. I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm not a fan of his, but why is he being selected uh, to be the number one contender for the Universal Champion? And I'm like, oh, my God, dudes! You guys, going against the grain for the fans is not the greatest idea in the world. Um, because I would have rather preferred to see The Miz or anybody but Warren Corbin, okay? It doesn't sit well. It makes me sick to my stomach that they are not, you know, taking advantage of this whole thing known as competition. Start offering better deals. Start, um, just start fresh and take that freaking fracking briefcase away from Brock Lesnar, please.
2: Please, yes. Please take it away from him. Don't let him have it. Speaking of Um, The Miz, The Miz made an appearance. The Miz made an appearance in Grandview, Missouri, yesterday at a cricket store. And, God, man, I tell you, B-Train, I was up near Grandview. I, You know, I went to my mom's, you know, for a couple days. Got to see my brother that I hadn't seen in, like, 15 years since my daddy passed away. Had a good visit with my brother. Oh. But I tell you, had Granny known that Miz was going to be up there signing autographs, I would have yeah. driven to Grandview, Missouri just to meet the Miz. I mean, I would have loved to actually finally got to meet the Miz since I kind of like him now, you know? And by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, B-Train, but they're pregnant again. Oh. They're having another baby girl.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm well Congratulations,
2: aware. Miz yeah. and Maurice, on baby number two.
1: I think she's got good diapers.
2: That was hello. my husband betraying. hey David say hello to the radio land say hello to everybody hello that's hello David. that's my that's my husband everybody, <laughs> yeah Miz has got good neighbors
0: <laughs>
2: nice,
1: nice. Go ahead, uh, Granny, i I came across something that just intrigued me uh I'm scrolling through Facebook and boy you know um. It was Triple H's chair and whoa, oh my Cody Rhodes destroyed it with a sledgehammer, so mm hmm. Guarantee you a uh, war has just been waged. I I don't know how Aaron. else to describe it.
2: I think the most enjoyable thing I enjoyed last night on Monday Night Raw was the block party that the Usos were doing because several of my wrestling family members were actually at that block party. Mr. Saturday Night, Michael Berry, Skylar Slice, Prince Mahali, Erica, the Iceman. I mean, I had several of my wrestling family members at that Usos block party last night.
1: Well, I mean I I saw on my Facebook the uh, news feed but other than that I I think I've seen Erica a few times at WFC and I uh caught another wrestler, by the name of what was it, Iceman or whatever. He was there yeah, he Ice was the Man. DJ. Yes. He yeah, he was the DJ, so
0: Wow! And
2: you know, and you know, Mr. Saturday Night, Michael Berry, he was there. He was with one with the purple lei around his neck, and and I was surprised Prince Mahali was even there. I uh, I think that
1: the uh, revival and the Usos have buried the hatchet. I'm not sure about that, but I um, oh, man. Another rain out. Jeez Louise's. Come on. Okay. So, anyways, folks, moving forward, the back and forth AEW WWE Raw discussion. <sighs> Granny, they took 45 minutes to get Lesnar and that stupid fucking beatbox he has in his hand. And it's like, okay, we get it. You can turn the volume down and over an entrance, whether it's Kofi Kingston or whether it's Seth Rollins. And now they gave the douchebag a briefcase for a full year. Great. So what is he going to do with it? Blow his nose with it?
2: <laughs> I don't know. God for God help us all. That's all I can say. God help us all. He needs to stick it somewhere.
0: Yeah. That's true. I agree. He needs,
1: he needs to stick it up his ass. Because honestly, guys, like, this is one of the reasons why I'm going to check out AEW now on Tuesdays, because I heard that they're either going to go head-to-head, or I don't hear that, but like, somebody said, I heard they're going head-to-head with WWE SmackDown Live, I said no, because now SmackDown Live is going to be moved to Friday, and they're possibly going to move from USA Network to Fox, and I'm thinking... Last time that AEW was on the box, they didn't do so bad because well, Vince had a lot of good people and names to headline his show. But, Granny, uh, I don't know who inner workings how this is going to work, but it's kind of annoying. I mean, I don't mind AEW. I don't mind the competition, but last night. They probably bleeped out half the chance that we're. This is awful. Uh, Shane McMahon versus whomever a random Samoan dude. Um, and then
2: wasn't that first been Roman Reigns' cousin? Lamps. Yeah,
1: I believe so. But like I said, I honestly, Granny, I was beyond pissed because, like I said, I don't normally. I hate for the time being, you know. Back in Kansas City where things are the way they are, whatever, but circumstances, these circumstances. I went to the show and I've never been to a show where I wanted to leave after the first 45 fucking minutes. It was that bad because to me a show's supposed to intrigue you, it's supposed to draw you in. It's not supposed to make you go, gee, why would I spend all this money? And we were lower level, too. Um, You know, the atmosphere was not electric. It took an hour and a half for them to give us a match. I mean, the promos that they had for Brock Lesnar, not not just his, but like, why would it take him 45 minutes to say, no, I don't want to fight when we know his lazy ass is just showing up because they're paying him? And two, if you would like to compete with AEW, start giving the fans what we want. Not That's what right. The, not the know-it-all smarts who sit there and, well, this would be great for business. You're not a fucking promoter, you know, and, and this is my show, dude. And if you're going to message me on Instagram about this is, you know, just as bad as Monday Night Raw because your show never has a coin or guest. Well, you're right. I don't have guests because here's the deal, dude. I I love professional wrestling. I've been burned out on it before. But, boy, WWE is making a strong case to not compete. They're like, okay, oh, well, we did our thing for 60-plus years, so time to sit on our ass, twiddle our thumbs, and say fuck you to the fans because what you're doing, not just the whole Lesnar-Corbin thing, it, there's a variety of things that Granny and I could sit here piece by piece tell you what's bothering us and sequentially tell you please fix it
2: yes please fix it. please fix it and please do not go back on what you said several months ago when you were going to give us the fans what we wanted to see for the most part you have done that but now there's times where i feel like WWE is going back to their old ways they don't want to give us fans what we want to see and hey I'm willing to check out aew I'm going to I'm gonna check it out because I like wrestling I, I I recognize a lot of the names that are wrestling for them now I'm gonna check them out WWE, it doesn't mean that I'm going to quit watching you. It doesn't mean I'm going to quit watching SmackDown. But you don't give us what we want and you shove Boring Corbin and Mr. Brock Lesnar down our throats, then Grammy might have to voice her opinion on something else. Because you're not like either one of them. They're. Ignorant They're belligerent They don't deserve Any respect I mean You have to earn respect To get respect you have to earn it And I'm sorry B-Train but those two men They haven't earned any respect From I mean certainly not me They don't have my respect I respect a lot of wrestlers I know a lot of wrestlers And I respect a lot of wrestlers But those two no they do not have my respect,
1: and they'll never have my respect. Uh, me, personally, Granny, this is what bothers me. They, you know, like politicians will come and say, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And, you know, politicians lie because that's the old cliche. Well, my biggest problem so far is why did you have a dark match that should have been a part of the show? They have the tag team champions Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder booked, uh in main event. Instead of you know booking the Good Brothers and Ryder and Hawkins uh, at least you know next to the main event, they didn't even book them on the main roster, folks. That's a bit confusing. Also, you know what? You know when Sami Zayn mentioned AEW, you could have asked me about AEW. I don't know, Granny, if he's wanting his release. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's obvious that if he goes, then he's going to be happier. Because I saw tidbits of John Moxley coming through the crowd, and you know, in his old attire that I saw him in CZW and uh, Ring of Honor. It's, it's highly confusing, folks, because you sh- you see WWE do so good for two, three months, then they finally give us WrestleMania, and the bargaining ship. Uh, Lady Lynn and I were discussing oh yeah give the fans of WWE what we want or give what they want except for we will not aesthetically please them by making their lives miserable and going the opposite of what we could book and give them a shit show for three and a half hours because Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans was the dark match that's not the problem. It's your booking is ass backwards, dude. I, like I'm not a promoter. I don't intend to be. But dear God, you know, can you at least attempt to give Granny, myself, the other fans? You know, what's up, UK? What's up, Latvia? Indonesia, Australia, Canada? All of our fans that listen to this. Would you please give them, give us a show? I might have to start, you know, sending DVDs to Granny just so she can watch all of NXT. Because I can tell you, Granny could find a lot of people to boo and hiss at, you know, and meow and throw the litter at the at the other idiots. But um, I think that She would be happy watching AEW because at least she can boo the bad guys and cheer the the faces and have a good time in general. Like, I don't speak for granny, but you know I'd be sick of people bullshitting us and telling us, okay, we're going to give you what you want, and then shit all over you. And come, on. come on, that's bad marketing, because you know you're going to make money inside of your radio. You know AEW is going to be on TNT, and Everyone was joking, granny, that they're going to be like WCW. They kind of are, except for the only difference is... Some of these guys are formerly of WWE. They've got Dean Malenko working production. They've got Dustin Runnels. They've got Cody Rhodes, Jericho. I know it's sad, When most of the fans exiting the Sprint Center were chanting, "AE Dubs, AE Dubs." Oh, I agree. You know, if, if your competition is getting more recognition than you are putting out there, are you saying, oh, we're just warming up, really? You haven't even revved up the fucking engine yet. Come on. And I know this doesn't rest solely on the shoulders of Vince because we cannot solely point the finger at him. We cannot. Because if one person says so, well, then that must mean the whole entire team is guilty. Because if you are not producing a show, and I've said this multiple fucking times, I am getting tired of saying it. What I mean, what the hell, dudes? You gave us WrestleMania 35. You gave us kind of what we would like to have seen at Money in the Bank. But what the actual hell? Baron Corbin is one example, but I guess my question, Granny, to them is why do you keep doing this to the fans? What did we do to you?
2: I know. I I totally agree with that statement, B Train. I mean, I very much agree with that statement. So,
1: I mean, like fans, this is why I'm saying, oh, and by the way, folks, I got. I think there's something that you ought to know. CM Punk was cited at AEW. There are pictures of him. And yes, CM Punk. The CM Punk. Now I think WWE should be worried. Why? Because that is the man that everyone has been waiting to see come back. One of many. Because yes, he's a loudmouth. Yes, he ran his mouth about Vince, Hunter, Stephanie, all of them. But he's toned down. Just a smidgen. If you give him a microphone, folks, I guarantee you, that will be WWE's biggest kryptonite. Why? Because if AEW signs him, let me just fair fucking warn you. That is the man that I guarantee you will put AEW who is already on wrestling fans' radars. I will watch it. I guarantee you I will watch it because people say, oh, you're just a Mark, blah, blah, blah. You're just liking him because he speaks badly about people. No, because CM Punk is basically the guy that could tell stories to people, you choose to believe it or not. On Colt Cabana's podcast, and not just there, but I met one of his best friends while sitting at Survivor Series in 2017. And, Granny, let me tell you, it's going to be very, very interesting how WWE competes with that, because they're scattered all over, the former WWE talent. They are scattered practically all over, folks, like, uh, you know, Salt on Corn or seasoning, salt seasoning, I should say. And every time something gets seasoned, folks, it makes it taste better. So, metaphorically speaking, CM Punk is like a well, salt in the wound. Just, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I play his theme for a reason. It's because a long time ago he told everyone "I'm The Voice to the Voiceless... I am the voice of reason. Please listen, you know, for what I have to say. Oh, yeah. Was well, that AEW? That image is not Photoshopped. Dude, no, it's not. It's the same dude I blocked. was being facetious about trying to get to me and, and make me feel bad for blocking him the first time. But anyways, moving forward, if you think that I'm playing around with the ideology of CM Punk being a part of uh, a show that actually means something, that actually gives the fans what they want to see because they saw it in Ring of Honor with Cody. They saw it, you know, a lot of places in New Japan, CZW, PWG. This, I mean, this this list, Granny, Tessa Blanchard, Taya, um they've got a lot of big names, and they've done, they've done a lot of things from Japan. So, I mean, in a long-winded way, folks, if you're on the bandwagon for strictly one wrestling group, great. I don't hold anything against you. Granny and I love you, and, you know, we we want you guys to be happy. It just so happens that sometimes there comes a breaking point where we are not given what we want, and we we have to realize, okay, well, maybe maybe there's just something that needs to be fixed. Maybe they maybe we need to go back to roots.
2: I'm still here, trained Train. My phone slipped. I'm sorry. I'm trying to multitask. Yeah, I'm trying to do things three things at once here.
1: It's it, it just, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, well, you know, <clears throat> I just want to point out a few things, folks. Okay? One of those is there's a huge frustration level. What we see on TV Granny and I are getting tired Of seeing the same old shit. Please do something different Instead of drone On and on And on For 45 minutes There's one big promo Everyone talked There's maybe like 4 or 5 matches Um, You had the block party uh, that was funny. I guess we saw Tamina back, which, what does that mean for Naya? But, you know, it just, I try to maintain positivity, Granny. I just can't, you know, I'm just getting irritated with it. am not jump. you know. I have watched a few WWE mm, roughly 28 years. Um,. I've also watched over the years WCW, ECW, and could tell you horror stories about the Monday Night Wars and how one time ECW actually outdid WWE in ratings. Well, you never see it. You can, you'll never see it because that's one thing they don't want you to see. You can read about it, report it like a mark, like myself. Because it bears repeating, if you don't change your shit, people will leave. This is not a warning, this is a pro this is it's going to happen. People have already started they say, Well, this was my breaking point. Anything well uh, they the WWE's not aware of this. They are. They I don't know what they're choosing to do about it. Well I think we're going to lull them into a false sense of security What when you have Practically the same writing staff That you've had for literally Almost the entire duration that Hunter's been part of the back office But you know I gotta say something So I saw that Seth Rollins You know was answering questions at a press conference And this was I think Before Monday Night Raw Aired in Kansas City and a fan basically asked, you know, do you think things would flow better if things were not paragraph long, you know, more like the bullet points were made back in the NWA, AWA era? Do you think that you'd be feeling better about that? And he goes, well, I'm glad you're so in tune with uh, the back. I've never seen you in the back. Basically telling the fan, hey, you know, you may sound like a worker, but you're not. But the point is, the fan brought up a few um, questions that caught my attention. Do you think things would flow better if you were not given a paragraph worth of stuff? And, Granny, it does feel like sometimes there are paragraph stuff that don't need to be paragraphed.
2: Oh, I definitely agree with what you're saying, B-Train. I mean, for sure.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to bash the fan entirely, but um, from what I saw, you know, what caught my attention was that AEW blowing up our news feed on Facebook. On my Facebook news feed, Danny, I'm going to see, you know, a clip Cody Rhodes. and it shows him with a sledgehammer there's triple H, a replica of triple H's throne and basically it's symbolically saying your empire is about to crumble i don't know folks i can stay out of drama but boy you know that sent a message if, if that didn't send a message to you i don't know but you have to get off your ass and start doing stuff Starts with giving the fans a good show. That's all you really owe us. And I've said it many times. The Great Lance Storm on Twitter and probably in real life will tell you we don't owe you anything but a good show. And so far, Granny, what we have been given is a pile of crap. I agree. And you know, we for so the fans who know what we want, it would have been nice if and stop Ali would have won that briefcase because we know, he, you know, despite fans getting upset. Okay. Also, what I've noticed: the women, the the women's tag team championships are non-existent. Billy and Peyton Royce need to defend those titles, and they need to defend them soon.
2: Yes, they because most certainly do.
1: Because if they don't then what is the point of having it? The women work you know, work so very hard to be a part of this thing called evolution. And then, you know, you have Bailey and Sasha win it at a elimination chamber and then you tell them oh, they're gonna go and we're gonna do great things. And then you don't do that, well then what's the point? And fans, you know, just to wrap this up a little short. I know that my shows have been thirty-five minutes to forty-three minutes, but I do have that one point. I promise World Wrestling Entertainment, here's and here as well. We love professional wrestling. Uh, it's our form of release It's our form of escape From the bullshit that goes on in the media From bullshit that goes on around us In this current day of generation This is not a rehearsed statement folks I'm not reading from paper I'm speaking from the heart Love our professional wrestlers So please don't bash us For giving you suggestions You're going to lose a lot of fans doing this So,
0: so
1: from Granny Holster and myself. Godspeed, you know, good luck, whatever plans have. Cause I don't know how else to. Uh, I don't know how else to follow you. And, and I'm gonna say it. If things don't change, I'll still watch, you know, the pay-per-views. But as far as Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live are concerned. Back out live, I'll give a shout, but we're only going to off. Um, until things have changed, I really am going to start watching something else on Monday because I mean it. I'll read the results and I'll just draw my own conclusions because it has made me as a fan, just it's completely turned me off to the shit that I've seen on TV. You tell me if you like to go to a show, a movie that you've been looking forward to, and then have a shitty ending. You tell me how that feels, because that's what you're doing to your fans. You're not giving us time to get used to a story. You're just throwing shit out there, and are we supposed to understand that crap? I think not. So that being said. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say or suggest, then I got three choice words for you.
2: And about it,
1: and Granny.
2: And if you didn't like what Granny Holkster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Holkster goes crazy on you?
1: That's all, folks. That's all she wrote. That's funny? Do you dinner, need my ma- help
2: tomorrow night, B-Train?
1: Yes, ma'am, I do. 5.30 Central all right, time. Time. 5.30 Central 6.30 Eastern Join us on Wrestle Radio Network that old doer, folks I gotta eat Toodles bitches Have a good night um, Enjoy Seeing a current Professional wrestling Choose whomever Cheer for whomever That's your choice Love you all Have a good night Dig it <laughs>